this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This is the true story of a New York City boy with big town hopes and small neighborhood dreams of becoming BFFs with the Real Housewives and other Bravo celebrities. Then, one day, that dream actually came true. Let me take you behind the velvet rope. Hey everyone, this is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. And we are joined here today by Miami, I say Miami socialite, model. There's so many titles I can give you, but let's just face it. Everyone is going to want to know all about your appearance as Marisol's friend on The Real Housewives of Miami. But we have so much more to talk about. The one and only Lauren Foster. Hi guys. Hi David. How are you today? I'm well. I, as I, I have a little pet bit of a hangover, but other than that, I'm great. You had now. What did you do last night? Uh, went to a friend's restaurant for illicit drinking. Just, just four of us in an entire huge restaurant. It was closed, obviously. So we just the four of us social distancing, and but we drank five bottles of really good red wine. So I'm I just so had jealous. Alka-Seltzer. I'm so jealous. Is is red wine your drink of choice? Red wine and tequila. <clears throat> Good tequila. I, I'm like vodka and then red wine is a backup. You know, I drink, I've been drinking tequila with fresh lime and Perrier for like, I don't know, like eight years. And I never have a hangover. I can drink like my ex-boyfriend and I used to drink like a bottle a night. And we would wake up and he would look at me and he'd say, how do you feel? And I'm like, Great. And he's like, me too. We figured it was just good tequila and no, no sugar. I got it. I mean, everyone I know that drinks tequila says that it's not a bad way to go. No, it's great. It's supposedly as good. I think it's as good for you as vodka. Like I think vodka and tequila are the two best things to drink as far as sugar. Totally. As long as you drink lots of water. 
Red wine, though. I don't know. You know, it's a different type of hangover. Well, I'm, I'm just looking at myself now in this little Zoom chat, and I look like I need to wake up. Why, did you drink something. last night? No. So oh. I have no excuse. I have no excuse. That's why I'm jealous of you for drinking last um, night. That was good. We had a lot of, a lot of alcohol. Now, <laughs> tell me, you're originally from South Africa. Is that correct? I'm originally from South Africa, yeah. But I left when I was like 18 years old. And then lived all over the world and ended up in Miami. I've been in Miami for 17 years or 18 years, I think. No. Do you love Miami? I love Miami so much. Oh my God, I love I can't imagine living anywhere else. What do you love about it? The weather? I had the weather. I love the beach. I love being on the beach. I love swimming in the ocean. I love, I love all that. My apartment hangs over the, the bay, so I have just water views everywhere it's amazing i just love it i love waking up to water views i face star island my my apartment faces star island so it's just it's breathtaking and i see that's whole nice miami it's cool and, and it's better than an ocean view an ocean view at night you see black a bay mm. view at night you see the whole of downtown you see the water it's great and star um, island is no joke no no i live right opposite i actually i live right opposite lisa hockstein who's also on the show we love Lisa Hochstein here oh, behind the lovely. velvet rope. I love Lisa. They have an amazing house. Oh my God, you can see it. I can see the house from my apartment. So, I mean, did you know all of these women? Like, do you remember when they were first casting this show? Like, was there a buzz around Miami? Like, oh my God, we're getting a housewife show. Yeah, totally. I mean, I know, I know everybody on the show for sure. I, I don't, I'm not really friendly with Larsa. I don't know Larsa that well, but I knew, I know everybody else. What about Christy Rice? I know Christy. I know She's Christy. nice. She's a sweetheart, yeah. And our mutual friend who introduced us, Miss Anna Kinconces. Who is my favorite housewife. You love her. She's- oh my God, I love her. First of all, she's super smart. So smart. So smart, beautiful, a great mom. She's like, she's like the whole package, you know? And she cooks like a dream. God. Skinny Latina. I mean, if she, yeah. <laughs> if she listens to this, She's going to laugh because she always says, I don't eat. So, Well, it's like I was so, saying. A couple of almonds, you know. Seriously. I, I mean, does she not eat? Oh, she thinks you don't eat. She thinks I don't eat. Yeah. Do you not eat? I mean, I try not to. Drinking I, is better, I've been like right? intermittent fasting for like my, my whole life. Well, when this quarantine is over, I'm not going to eat anymore either. I'm just going to drink because I am just. Tell me about it. Ooh. I am packing on the pounds, I feel. I think we all are packing on the pounds. It's like you don't realize, like, I'm like, God, just by walking and moving, like, we really keep the weight off, huh? Totally. I mean, there's nothing to do but eat, drink, tidy your closet, and, you know, have fun with your boyfriend. Well, for those of us that have boyfriends, so are you and your boyfriend, you said your boyfriend is from Russia, you're quarantining together, or he lives just really close by? No, 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 he lives close to me. He's my COVID affair. <sighs> I don't think there's I think anything. This is the summer of the COVID affair, really. Seriously, it's like I've never been such a relationship person as I am during this. I'm like, I think I need a fucking relationship because this is not fun here. But the, th- the thing is, we started seeing each other before this happened. And once lockdown started, like, we, we see each other all the time now. I said to him, I said, you know, if anything, when I look back on this whole, whole thing, I'm going to remember you as my pandemic sex partner. 
Uh, there's nothing wrong with that. that. There's, yeah. Whether it I mean, lasts forever or not. Or it, it could end tomorrow. Who knows? It's like... I mean, it won't end tomorrow. It'll end at, who knows when it's going to end, but whatever. It'll it's end. so much fun. So do, who were you really the best of... Were you the best of friends with Marisol before the show started? Because you kind of you kind of were on Real Housewives of Miami through Marisol, right? Like, as I Marisol's was, friend. I was, I was best of friends with Marisol when it started, yeah. And I mean, I read somewhere that technically you were outed by the show, right? In that scene. I mean, is this true? That in that it, scene well, going to the I, gay polo? My second outing was on the show. Yeah. Because I was outed like when I was 20. Because I did a Vogue, Vogue spread. And my agent at that time did not know that I was trans. And I don't think. Vogue still knows, but um, I did a five-page editorial and then a photographer outed me then, back in, I'd hate to tell you what year that was, but um, it was a while back, um, and then I was outed then, it was splashed across every, but that was before the internet, so, you know, it died after a couple of weeks, I'm sure, because, you know, the, I'm sure the magazines were lining the bottom of a birdcage after a while, but if it had been during the internet, it would have been insane. But this but was then like, I was outed again on on the show by now, Marisol. By Marisol. Now no, did she, you, she didn't do it on. She didn't do it, you know, on purpose. But she just said something funny on the sh- as we were driving to Palm Beach. I think to Gay Polo. She said, "Who better than to go to Gay Polo with the fabulous trans model Lauren Foster?" I'm like, "Don't say that." And the producers, I said, "You can't put that in." They're like, "Yes, yes, it's staying in." I'm like, "Oh God, okay." That's, I know, we, we have, we're going to have to get into that in yeah. one second. And so, I mean, when you were growing up, like, did you, like, what did you want to be? Like, did you say, I want to be a model? Like, how, how did all that start? Right from the very beginning. Really? From, you know, looking at magazines and fashion magazines, I'm like, well, I want to do this, you know? Interesting. And then did you say to yourself, well, you know, there's no openly famous or well-known trans models? Like, did you see that as a challenge or that didn't even come into your mind? You know, I had no trans role models at all. My role models back then were David Bowie, Grace Jones, Mark Bolin from T-Rex. I mean, those were kind of my uh, ambiguous gender non-conforming role models. Although at that time, I didn't know what that was, you know, but I just like gravitated towards them. Those are some good role models. Yeah, totally. I mean, yeah. I, I went to a book signing once with Grace Jones, and I mean, and she is just, and then I went to an event once where she, she's just like, like from another She's planet. beyond. I worked with her for a year. She's, did you, did you model with her? I mean, were you like involved? No, no, no. I, I was actually her tour manager for like a year. Oh, really? How was 2000, that? 2001 to 2002. And Grace Jones has no concept of time. She says she just shows up when she I feels I would turn late. all her clocks two hours ahead and she would still be late. Yeah. She, she was late to both of these events by like, but she's yeah. just brilliant, right? She's beyond amazing. She's, I, she's the person that has the most amount of style out of anybody that I know. For sure. She's, her like, style is insane. Beyond. So you, you said beyond. right away... And so you said right away, I want to be a model. And these were your 
kind of mentors or idols that you looked up to? And then how did you, so how did you get into modeling? I mean. Um, A friend of mine actually was an agent for a local uh, model agency where I was was from, which is Durban, South Africa. And his name is Garth. And he, he was like, let's have you come in and do a couple of shoots and then we'll put together a comp card for you. And I'm like, seriously? He's like, yeah, isn't anybody going to say anything? He said, we're not going to tell them. And then I, my first big job was for a magazine called Scope. And uh, I did this five-page editorial and the center spread was, I'll send it to you, was a picture of me and my ex-boyfriend at the time. Actually, we got, we got the gig together. It was a beautiful shot. And then after that came out, you know, people started, there was a buzz that I was trans. And then, and, but that was about it. And then I still carried on working and then it was cool. That's how it worked. It was really so, cool. So the people that did the comp card and all of that for you, like they knew you were trans, like they had, they were just like, okay, they you did. are. They did, and- but they never, we never really discussed it. It wasn't like now. Now it's like this huge trans revolution. And which I kind of don't really like. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know. It's just, I don't feel like, I, now I feel like I have a target on the back of my head. Really? Yeah, because everybody's like, oh, that's that trans girl that was on Housewives, or that's that trans model, or that's that trans person, or whatever. What? I'm just a girl, you know. Yes, you are. Was that was that a worry back in the day, though? Like that, oh, you know, because it was much different times that like you wouldn't get work because you were trans, or and did yeah, you think you know, like, a I, lot of? I didn't really pay much. To be honest with you, at that time, I, I think I didn't. Maybe I was too young. I didn't really pay much attention to it back then. I didn't really live at that address. I lived, you know, just I was just living life and enjoying it. That's so good. I really, yeah, I didn't really pay much. In retrospect, I probably should have paid more attention to it, you know. But, There's something no. to be said about that, though, about not, you know, worrying about it or just kind of living in. Yeah, I was with... just like free and easy and just living my life, you know. That's really good. That's what we do when we're young, right? For me, it's like right. a bell curve. I mean, it's like I lived my life and then I didn't, I was serious. And now I live like I'm 19 again. Like now that I'm older, I'm just totally. like, now I don't I'm give exactly a fuck about anything, exactly right? the same, yeah, totally. I mean, there's so many experiences that I had that, that I, looking back, I'm like, God, I should have taken that more in, you know? Seriously. But. And then like in the middle is like when I was serious and I had like these goals in life and now I'm just like, I'm alive, like I have both feet today and I, I can see, right. like I don't give a fuck about anything else, like nothing else really matters. Although you can't leave your apartment before. <laughs> oh my God, I know, and like I told you when, when you and I were chatting last night, now you've made me miss Soho House. Oh. oh my God, I actually just posted a photo on my Instagram because I miss going to the beach club there. Because I, mean, I would go there every, almost every weekend, Saturday, Sunday, for sure I was at the beach. It's I like, miss that. I don't, I don't know what the how, how that's going to look in the future. I really don't. I, I know. I, can't, I don't know how it's going to look. I'm such a social person, too. What do you too. think? I mean, do you think you're ever going to walk up? Do you think you're ever going to go to Soho meatpacking and see all those people at the pool? And I, I don't know. I, I don't mean, know the idea of doing that with a mask on and having to separate from people no. is so depressing to me. Yeah, I'm going to have to buy some cute masks now because I'm like, okay, 
this is going to be a thing for a while. I better order some cute masks. I literally just, I just did that yesterday. I ordered these bandanas. I'm going to, I don't, they might go in the garbage. I'm not sure. This is the look I'm definitely going to go for. But I looked at everything and I found, I got like all these different bandanas in different colors. And I'm like, I don't know. It seemed like the lesser of two evils between that and a mask to me. So I'll be rocking You're going to look like a bandit though. It'll look like you're about to rob somebody. Yeah, but at least they're like different colors and they're kind of stylish. And yeah, the whole thing yeah. is foggy and it's really not like conducive to like August. It's not for the hot weather. It's really hot. No, can you imagine what it's going to be like in summer with the humidity and breathing in that mask? Oh my god, I can't stand it. No, the thought terrifies me. The thought terrifies me. So you were modeling, and then did your modeling bring you to Miami? Like, what kind of brought you to Miami after living all over the world? Well, no, I lived all over the world, I, and then I then I finally moved to the states, and I lived in New York for a while. Then I moved to LA, met my first husband in LA, and then I was in LA for maybe like 20, 30, 25 years, and then I. In 2000, I, I worked with Jeffrey Sanker, who, you know who Jeffrey is? Yeah. He's a gay party promoter. Um, I worked with him for like 12 years. And then 2000, on New Year's Eve in 2000, I thought, this is it. I'm done working, doing parties. And so I said, I want to try something else. So New Year's Eve was my last event with him. And then I got offered a job in New York working for um, a plastic surgeon. Oh, wow. Um, running his office and that lasted for a very short time. And then I, I was in, actually I was in the Hamptons, or, I was in Fire Island for the summer. I got, had a share in, in Fire Island and uh, I was hang, hanging out late one night with some friends and my friend was from Miami and he's like, I'm opening this amazing, you know, anti-aging institute in Four Seasons. I'd like you to come and be the director of PR there and marketing. So I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, people say things like that all the time. And late at night, you know, drinking. And I never thought anything would happen. And then he sent me a ticket and said, come down, we want to interview you and show you the space. And I did. And I was offered the, the job. But wow. my friend, do you know who Marianne Williams is? No. Marianne ran for the president. For the she was in the president, Democratic presidential race just now. She's the leader of A Course in Miracles. She founded uh, Project Angel Food and AIDS Project Los Angeles. She's, she's an amazing woman. She's been my friend for years. And she actually read my tarot cards one day. And she, she put, the first card that she pulled out, she's like, oh, you're going to be moving. This is while I was living in New York. And I said, I am? She said, yeah. And you're going to be surrounded by water. Like, and a week later, I was offered that job. And wow. I really am, my apartment is surrounded by water. That's so nice. Yeah, it's cool. So once you settled in Miami and kind of fell in with this crowd, when they were, did you watch Bravo before Miami got its own housewives? Like, were you a Bravo fan? I mean, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I did. I didn't, you know, I didn't think much, you know, I, I love Bravo, for sure. I lo love Bravo, but I didn't, I didn't watch that much Bravo. Of course, now I'm an addict. Really? I love everything. I love Andy. Yeah. What are your favorite shows on Bravo? Like now, do you have a favorite? Um, I love, I love Beverly Hills. And I love New York. I love Summer House. Um, really? 
Yeah, I think Summer House is cool. I think it's That's, so fun. I love me some Summer House. We just sat down with Luke Gulbrinson from Summer House a few days ago. Yeah, I think it's a cool, oh, he's so hot. Everyone thinks he's, I mean, I don't think he's not hot. Don't get me wrong. Like I'm not, I, I would go there in a second. I just yeah. don't think he's as hot as the rest. Like I have better, I have more favorites on Bravo. Kyle. On, is, but what about on Summer House? Kyle. I, I, I would take Kyle. Kyle is cute. Kyle is cute. He's, you know, but I think Luke's more manly than Kyle. He is more manly. When I talked to him, he was at his Minnesota lake house and he literally changed positions three times and was showing me how he was like redoing the house. I'm like, oh, so the the workers are coming there every day? He's like, workers? And I'm like, you're doing this all yourself? I'm like, that's kind of hot. Was he shirtless? Unfortunately, he was not shirtless <laughs> for our chats. No. I would have liked that, but I felt that that would have been inappropriate as an interviewer to ask him to be sure. Right. So despite the fact that he moved locations within the house three to times. Ask him to take his shirt off. I should have, right? Yeah. He's super alpha, I think. I think yeah. so. That I that I could definitely see. But like such a sweet yeah. guy. So when they were casting was he? but yeah, he was really sweet. And Miami, I mean, what was I gonna say? Summer House is is it's it's grown on me over the years. Like I think it's great now, like now with the current like Hannah and Paige, yeah. and I think it's come a long way. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Do you ever ask yourself why are so many dogs suffering with health issues? Well, actress Katherine Heigl, who's helped save over 1,600 dogs through her foundation, says she's seeing more issues with dogs' joints, odors, and health than ever before. And after doing a ton of research, says there's one place we can look to support any dog's health, their food. So she decided to create something she could actually feel good about feeding her dogs, and it's called Superfood Complete. Superfood Complete is the only food I use for the dog in my life, Doherty. Why? Because Doherty's health is so important to me. Doherty is so picky. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. But he loves this dog food. What do I love best about Superfood Complete? The fact that it's made with over 30 of the healthiest ingredients on the planet. But don't take my word for it. Go to badlandsranch.com velvet in order right now to get 50% off your regular priced order with a 90-day money-back guarantee. If you want your dog to experience all these incredible things, go to B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S ranch.com slash velvet today. It's sandal season, and that's something I used to wait all year for. But now with the new Croc style sandals, I embrace those feel-good summer vibes all year long. 
And you can too. I love Crocs' new getaway sandals. With their new feel-free technology, they're so light and soft, it feels like you don't have shoes on at all. It's like walking on clouds. Their Brooklyn sandals, they're so stylish and sophisticated. They have a classic style and a modern simplicity. And let's not forget their new Miami sandals. They're an elevated silhouette and they have a slight lift, which I love. So thanks to Crocs, these aren't just sandals for a single season. You can wear them year-round. And that's what I love best about Crocs because being this comfortable transcends a single season or a single vacation or even a single moment. It's a mindset. Thank you, Crocs. And right now you get 20% off your next purchase at crocs.com. Just use the code sandals20 at checkout. That's sandals20 at crocs.com for 20% off your purchase. Do you remember Tuesday, September 20th, 2016? Because we do. Because it's the day This Is Us premiered after more than 70 million of you watched our trailer and made our show go viral. I'm Mandy Moore. I am Chris Sullivan. And I am Sterling Brown. We are your hosts of That Was Us, a rewatch podcast starting May 14th. Listen to our episodes wherever you get your podcasts, and you'll be able to watch our episodes on the That Was Us YouTube channel. Who's your favorite yeah, uh, on uh, Beverly Hills? Um, I really like Erica a lot. I mean, I used to love Lisa, of course, but she's not on the show anymore. But I really like, I do love Vanderpump Rules as well. Um, oh my God, it's so good. I love Vanderpump Rules. I love all, all the characters on Vanderpump Rules. But uh, Erica Jane is probably my favorite. There's a lot to like about her too. I love Erica. She's so sweet and so nice and just she's very cool. I thought that scene between her and Tom where she just is so, you know, he said, I'm so proud of you and she got cast in Chicago. Like that was an right. endearing scene because like we don't really get to see Tom that much, you know? That was sweet. I mean, he's amazing for 80. Wow. Seriously. I hope on that, like, you know. Yeah. And she was phenomenal in Chicago. Phenomenal. Was well, she? I never saw her. She I mean, I never really... saw her. Did you see her? Yeah, I saw it twice, actually. I went opening night, and then towards wow. the end, she was doing, like, a like backstage thing. So I'm like, all right, this is a good night to go back again. It was right. good. Yeah, it was good. Well, you know yeah, what I was she, gonna... uh, she performed for us in Palm Springs, a white party in Palm Springs. She performed, actually, two years and she was super fun to deal with. And she was like, you know, she partied with us and hung out and she's really cool. Well, I went to the Pretty Mess tour also when she did the, her Pretty Mess tour. I mean, her live Pretty Mess tour is a gay man's wet dream. It is like just one hour of like bubblegum <laughs> pop. And I mean that in all the best ways. It was just, it, it was everything. Really, it it was like everything. Um, yeah, she's cool. I the first time I saw her, yeah, she is everything. Do you have a favorite from New York City? Like a Ramona, um, a Countess, City. I mean, or I really Sonya. Love I love Luann. Luann's a class act. I like Luann a lot. I like I, Sonya's a, a bit. Of, I mean, I love Sonya, but she's a little bit of a mess, but. I do like Sonia. I mean, she's a good mess in a way, you know? Totally. She's, she's, she's a good mess. So when they were casting Miami and they cast the show, you know, being in Miami and knowing all these girls, were you 
shocked at the cast? Like, did it make sense to you? Like Larsa and Christy and Leah Black, like that first year in Adriana? I mean, Leah made sense. Christy made sense. Um, I didn't really see where the Larsa came from, really, but I guess maybe because she's besties with Kim Kardashian, maybe that was with, or maybe they're thinking of pulling Kim in some, I don't know, but I didn't really get the Larsa part of it, and I didn't think that she added that much to it, I, but I didn't really watch the first season that much, you know, I've watched probably the, the last three episodes of the first season when I knew that I was going to be in it, I wanted to like catch up and stuff. What are your thoughts but, you know, on... No, but I knew, but everybody, Miami's a... So you, like, agreed with the rest of the casting, like, Leah made sense? Yeah, for sure. It all made sense because everybody was, knew everybody and we all, you know, Miami's a small, not that big, so everybody knows everybody. Totally. What are your thoughts on Leah? I like Leah, too. I like Leah a lot. Is she I just... Like, is she... an amazing woman. And she does a lot for charity, it seems. So much, and she cares about the disenfranchised, and you know, the, she's just, she's a great lady. She's very, she was actually very supportive of me and very kind to me. What about Adriana? She's the one that, I mean, just in talking with some people, you know, said that she was kind of the most excited for the cameras. Like she wanted it. Adriana was a lot of things. You know, I mean, her we uh, on on her wedding day. She kind of, I was up with the girls. We were in while she was getting dressed, and she kept the, her guests waiting for like two and a half hours in the church. Wow, <laughs> that's a lot. You know, yeah, that's were, a lot. People like fanning themselves and going nuts in the church. And now I think that she's not with her husband anymore. I don't. Isn't she? She's not with him anymore. I don't think so. I haven't seen her in like five months. I haven't seen her at all. She doesn't really go out that often, I don't think. Interesting. And yeah, so getting to the show... Weren't they going to float away on that boat? Yeah, that's kind of the last we saw her, which was on that boat, right? Right, right, yeah. Well, something I think went wrong on that boat because I don't think she's married anymore to that husband of hers. Maybe it was a three-hour tour. It's seriously. So, yeah. So, I mean, we saw you on the show first through Marisol, you know, as Marisol's mm -hmm. friend. And yeah, I mean, being outed for the second time, right. Like Marisol didn't mean any harm by it. No, not at all. It wasn't at all. It didn't mean anything by it. But it was, actually, I think she was trying to be nice and then it kind of backfired, you know. Now, here's my question. Because when there's all this happened, you were on the way to gay polo. What the hell is gay polo? Is that a theme in Miami? At the time, I was like, what are the horses gay or the players gay? Yeah. Audience gay. But I guess it was, it, I think it was the audience was gay. And so I think some of the players were gay. Or, no, a lot of the players were gay. Mm, that's audience nice. Was gay. The players were gay. Yeah. It was very cool, actually. And then cool. after she said, like, who better than to go to gay polo with? then out trans yeah. model, then that's when the producers yeah. were like, we're leaving and the fact that you were trans. And, and like you, were, you are, like, they're like, yeah. And that when it came out, I got like, I don't know, I got like 2000 followers on Twitter that night. Really? Yeah. Did people like, start like direct messaging you about like, yeah, it's totally. great to oh see you out there. 
yeah, it was very, they were very, this community was very supportive and it was cool. Yeah, very cool. And then I know also on Real Housewives of Miami, we saw, you know, I think on that same episode, was it, you had, you know, an alter, you just didn't agree with Elaine Lancaster, the famous drag queen. And then that kind of- Well, I was actually brought on to get rid of her. Oh, really? Yeah. That was, that was, I think that was the producer's intention at the time. To kind of- That was my first scene actually. And I forgot that I was miked. It was my first scene. I was was saying some funny things, which the producers put in, you know. And then I know it kind of like became a thing of like, which I thought was kind of such a double standard. That was just me personally. Like people were like, well, why- is the trans woman fighting with the drag queen? And I'm like, well, why not? I mean, it almost, because people made it an issue. Why not? That she, was, was, she was a nightmare. Right. Yeah. She, when she was bullying Marisol, she bullied everybody. She's like a bully in a dress, a thug in a dress. Is, is Elaine still on the scene down there in Miami? Absolutely no whisper of her. She has been almost excommunicated from the city. Because really? she's a Trump supporter. She's a Trump supporter. She's, how can you be a drag queen Trump supporter? Makes no sense. So no one's heard from her? No one's heard from her. I don't, even, I don't know if she even lives here anymore. I'm not sure. When's the last time? I know you speak to Anna almost as much as I do. When's the last time you spoke to Marisol? I spoke to Marisol I don't, like six months ago, actually. We're not that close anymore. And how is she doing? I mean, let's I, well, you know, I think that she's, you know, she's, you know, she lost her mom and her mom was like the center of her universe. So I think she's still, there's some, you know, Elsa was the star of the show. You really want to know. I thought Elsa was amazing. A lot of people would agree with you that Elsa was the true star of that show. I mean, there's a lot of people. I that... think that's why the show was canceled. I, because Elsa had a stroke, she couldn't film, and I I know Andy loved Elsa loved. so much, and and I think that when Elsa got that stroke and she couldn't film, I think Andy thought that people wouldn't watch the show anymore, you know. And you think ultimately that's why it was probably canceled. I think, I, I think that's probably why. I'm not sure. Who knows? You never know why. But I loved working with the producers. Like Matt was amazing. The producers were incredible. Like you never saw them, like you never felt they were trying like behind the scenes to like play up the drama with any of the other girls. They, the, the only thing that they did was always had lots and lots of liquor around us. So <laughs> everywhere we went, there would be bottles of champagne. Everybody's favorite liquor, there was always like two bottles of it available. So we were always drinking and you know, when you drink and get a little tipsy, things come out. So I think that's what they did. They never ever prompted us to do anything. It was all, you know, us. Right. They were like, here's the drinks. We can't force you to drink it. Yeah, but here's there the was... drinks and we're doing, and we're coming to watch you do this. We're at Adriana's bachelorette party. They filmed that. We were like wasted. It was like male strippers and champagne and Before we continue this conversation, I just want to say that 2020 has certainly been a year. And at the beginning of quarantine, there was a lot getting in the way of my happiness and achieving my goals. And I turned to BetterHelp, which is online professional counseling. 
And it really helped me not only achieve happiness during this time, but really achieve my goals. Behind the Velvet Rope went from two times a week to four times a week. And I wrote a book, the Behind the Velvet Rope book. So for anyone that feels that things are getting in the way of their happiness and achieving their goals, I strongly recommend BetterHelp. You don't even have to leave your house. It is online professional counseling. And what I love about it is you can start communicating with them within 24 hours of signing up. Anyone that knows me knows that if you don't get back to me, that is a huge pet peeve of mine. These counselors get back to you in a very timely manner, and you're really matched with a counselor that fits your needs. If you get a counselor that you don't like, you can just request another counselor. Everything, of course, is confidential. They deal with a variety of issues, depression, stress, anxiety, sleep. We're all having trouble sleeping during this. Trauma, anger, family conflicts, self-esteem, grief, LGBTQIA issues. And I have to say, it is actually more affordable than traditional online counseling, and financial aid is available for anyone that cannot afford it. So they're growing so rapidly, and so many people are turning to BetterHelp for help that they're looking for additional counselors in all 50 states. Go to betterhelp.com. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash velvet rope betterhelp.com slash velvet rope and you get 10% off your first month. Join over 1 million people today taking charge of their mental health. You're not alone. If you need help, this is a great solution. Betterhelp.com slash velvet rope and get 10% off your first month. Did you ever film something like first thing in the morning and they're like, okay, there's vodka, there's champagne, there's tequila. No, no, but the earliest was like 11 or 12, like a brunch or a lunch or something like that. So that's an appropriate no, the, time to drink. Like, right, totally. It's five o'clock somewhere. Do people still like recognize you and say, oh my God, you're from Real Housewives of Miami? Oh, all over the world. Are you kidding? It's like amazing. It's like, it was a really cool thing for me. It was, I had forever indebted to Bravo for that. I was going to say, so I isn't that anywhere? And people are like, oh, you know that girl. So like, that's kind of sh like shocking out of every, you know, you've accomplished a lot of things in your life, like the power of housewives that for one little moment. The power of Bravo and housewives is amazing beyond. It's so, so I got huge. So many, I got so many op options and offers to do stuff just because of that, I think. That's amazing. Yeah, they'd never cast a trans person on a Bravo show before. No. And I wonder if it went for a fourth season, could you have been the first trans housewife? I Probably, because every episode that we filmed, my role got bigger and bigger and bigger. You know, I had, I had a lot of screen time. A lot of, a, lot of, a, lot, a lot of episodes, I had almost as much screen time as the role. Do you think it's strange that, you know, that in 2020, there's not, you know, like an openly, you know, there's not a lesbian housewife, there's not a trans housewife. I mean, do you think? I think there should be, for sure. I think so. I think there should be. I think they will eventually, please, they've got to. They have to. Or, it, or maybe like a, a lesbian housewife. I don't know, maybe that's, they should start there. I know, I know that one of Erica's had three ways. She admits it on the show. She has, and now we have this whole. She Denise... said that she did, yeah. Yeah, 
She did. And we have this whole Denise Richards and Brandy thing, which who knows how that's going to be. Is that true? I mean, personally, it doesn't make any sense to me. But what do I know? Right? Maybe it's just a, they're just doing it for PR. I can't imagine Denise. Well, if Aaron has as big a cock as Denise keeps saying he does. Why would she ever leave that? Yeah, and he's attractive. He's gorgeous. Like he's and, yeah, and they seem on the same wavelength. They seem to kind of be a for good sure. match. I mean, not for- She does like a disaster. She I means she's married to Charlie Sheen, so. Well, I was just gonna say, like after Charlie Sheen, I mean, he must be like a dream come true, this era. <laughs> Sure. Right. Although oh, that's sure. are you caught up with all the episodes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that I didn't see last night's actually. That was I didn't see last night's either, but the week before, I guess it was that dinner party, the one at Kyle's where Aaron is talking about the fact that they're being followed and everyone that I was, you know, I was a little confused. And what does he exactly do? He was trying to explain it. I'm not I wasn't quite sure. I have no fear. Cures disease idea. by rocks or I don't know. It literally made no sense to me. I was like, no. I have no idea what the hell this man is talking about. I think they were all smoking pot at that dinner. Well, you know, it's only like a year ago that I realized I never knew Mauricio smoked so much pot. That's like his whole thing. <laughs> Mauricio is a pothead. Yeah. For sure. For Which, sure. like, yeah. I mean, more... I like his character. I think he's a cool guy, Mauricio. Mauricio? Mm, don't you? I, 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 I do like him. I just never got into pot. Pot's not my thing. I'm just more of an alcoholic. I love my vodka. I just... Pot doesn't do it for me. No, no judgments. I do not believe in no, any judgments. I don't judgments. want to eat too much. So if, if I smoke pot, you know... And I can't really do anything illegal because I work at a hospital, so... That's... Know. So you work, I mean, so you're like on the front line now almost every day. I am. Yeah. I love my job. It's amazing. Amazing, amazing, amazing. What do you do at the hospital? I'm the director of concierge services and LGBTQ services here. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's very cool. I love my boss. I love my job. It's really cool. It's very, you know, rewarding to be able to help people. So what do you do on a daily basis? Like, what does that entail? Um, I come into the office at like 7 or 7.30. I run a report on my, my concierge patients. And I, then I send that report out to like 70 people in, in the, throughout the hospital. And then I go to an executive huddle in the morning at like 8.30, our meeting in the boardroom. And then I go in around on patients. I do have, meeting, have five Zoom meetings a day now. I know these zoom meetings are like, I mean, at first I was so happy. I know at first I was so happy. I was like, this is fun. And now I'm like, when this is over, I don't ever need to have a zoom meeting with anyone. I never want to see zoom again. I hope they go bankrupt after this. Seriously. If I can't (laughs) see you in person. So what do you. I'm fine with FaceTime. That's like, that's as much as I'll do. Anything but a zoom. So Like to your point, you know, way back when, when you were living the life and enjoying Mm -hmm. yourself and you never really thought about these issues about like, you know, do I have a struggle ahead of me because I'm a trans model? Like, what do you think is really, because like you said, trans is everywhere now. So 
like, what do you think has, was it Caitlyn Jenner? Like, what has changed the community? Like, what was the I one? I think Caitlyn definitely changed it. You think that was the one? For defining... sure, that was the tipping point. That's what I think, too. For sure, for sure. Because, I mean, also the, the, the PR behind Caitlyn being Bruce, an Olympic athlete, and now Caitlyn, you know, it was, yeah, it was a huge. Because everybody knew who Bruce Jenner was. Everybody. Now everybody knew who Caitlyn is. So. I mean, that was the tipping point. After that, I was like, kind of like annoyed with the whole thing. I mean, I'm all for, obviously, for trans rights and I, and I support everybody that, that's trans. But I just think it, it, nothing has to be, why does it have to be such a thing? Why, does have, why, why do we have to talk about it? Do we, like, why do you have to talk about it? Are you, I, I don't even know, are you gay or straight or what? I don't know. Oh, honey, I'm as gay as they come. I mean, okay, thank you. So, but, but you. But you don't, people don't refer to you as David the gay journalist. No. No, right. So at least I don't think business, they do. really what what your sexuality or your gender identity is. It's no one's. I mean, unless you're sleeping with you. Exactly. But other than that, it's really not anybody's business. That's why it's nobody. I don't see why it's. I'm always like, that's why my website is called Just Another Girl, because that's I would always tell my mom back in the day when I was a kid, I want to do this, and she said, but you can't. I said, but mom, I'm just another girl, and she's like, but you're not really. I'm like, okay, you know. When did you, re- when did you know you were trans, so to speak? Or I was, kn- so around four. Really? But I didn't know what it was, though. I just knew that I was, like, something was wrong or right, whatever, you know. Really? That early? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And you weren't I remember aware. the day. Really? Like, mm-hmm. Why? Why? Yeah, like what was the day? Um, uh, do you want to hear the story? Yeah. Um, my dad was captain of his cricket team. And every Sunday we would go to like a country club or a different country club and watch my dad play cricket, which was super fun. And uh, after the cricket game, my brother and I would run onto the cricket pitch and he would throw us in the air and, you know, fool around with us. And I remember one day going into the locker room with him <clears throat> and walking in and smelling all the musk of the men, which is, to this day, it's still a turn on for me. And, but at that time, I guess it might've turned me on or something, but I was terrified of that feeling. And I ran out of the locker room crying, ran to my mother and my mother's like, what's going on with you? Why are you crying? I'm like, we have to go home. We have to go home right now. Because at that point I knew that I shouldn't be in that locker room. So, really? That was the day. Yeah. So it wasn't like that turns me on that smell. I'm gay. It was no, like... because no, no. Interesting. No, I shouldn't be there. I'm a girl. That's what. Turned. That wow. was the takeaway from that moment. Yeah. Wow. And so I mean, you know, maybe now, you know, I wonder now if someone who's four has something like that, like, would they be more aware of what it is because of like a Caitlyn Jenner? And that it's... I don't know, at four, I think it's like, at, at four, you don't really know anything like that. Maybe at like eight or nine, you would start reading or looking on your phone or your iPad or whatever. But I think at four, I think you're just confused. You don't know what trend is. No one knows. I didn't even know what that word was then. Right. What are your thoughts on Caitlyn Jenner? I know that it's very polarizing to a lot of people. I mean, Caitlyn. I think, you know, I, she's living her life and everybody should be able to live their own lives and 
follow their own hearts, you know, but for me, she doesn't speak for me, for sure. And is that just because, like, of her political views or now, just, like, everything? I mean, I'm just, you know, everybody's different. She doesn't, I don't think that just because I'm trans that I have to be lumped into with every other trans person. And I think a lot of trans people feel like that. I don't think we, I think we don't like to be lumped in with everybody. It's, I, I think it's unfair to kind of like lump me just because I'm trans, I'm like that person. Right. Why well, should like that? Do you like every gay person? No. Um, that would be- with every gay person? No. That would be a huge no. Right. Actually. So right. I, that would be like a capital N and a capital no. Right. I have very few trans friends. I have very few gay friends. All my friends. girlfriends are, are cisgender girlfriends. I have hardly any trans. Well, most of my friends are women as well. Are yeah. So I get it. I totally yeah. get it. Yeah. I love women. I I have like maybe I don't know. I could count my gay friends maybe on one hand. I have a lot of gay friends. I love I love my gay. I love love my boys. But um, you know. But yeah, trans girlfriend, not really. I have I have a couple for sure. I have a couple. Like my friend Gina, she's trans. She's beautiful. She, I, She's a good friend. My, I have a lot. I have a, uh, some, some, but not many that I'm close with that I see. None here for sure. So I take it you didn't watch I Am Kate, Caitlin's reality show. I watched it for a couple of episodes because I was intrigued to see what it would be like. But then you know she was a Trump, another Trump supporter. Like how can you be in that position and support Trump? And now I think she regrets that. Obviously, I think she's had backlash. Yeah, for sure. What about shows like Transparent, which I thought was a, just a great show in general? I thought Transparent was a great show, and I think Alec, Alexandra Billings is an amazing actress. I think she's beyond. Phenomenal. Trace, Trace is great. Phenomenal. Trace is amazing. But I thought just the writing and everything about Transparent was wonderful. wonderful. I do like Pose. I like Pose a lot. And I, I, I kind of lived, lived that story back in the day in New York and like growing up and had all those, those, I had all those experiences, you know? So, but I love, I love the writing in Pose. I love the actresses in Pose. They're so cool. It's, I mean, so that's gotta be, you know, cause that's like the largest trans cast in like television history. So that's kind of right. a big thing. And, and, look at, and look at Janet Mark, how great she is. She's, she, she wrote a lot of Hollywood. That, have you watched Hollywood? Hollywood was phenomenal. I was yeah, like, what is... wrote a lot of that. She's I had no idea. Super talented. I didn't realize she wrote all of it. Or Not all of a it. A lot she of wrote it. wrote some of it. And she, she executive produced a lot of the, uh, the episodes. So, you know, she's it was cool. phenomenal. Like, I was like, what is the hype? Like, I just didn't think I would love it. You know, I thought I'd watch an episode and then maybe continue. It was like, I couldn't watch it fast Did enough. you binge watch it? I binge watched it. I couldn't I stop. watched the whole thing in one night. Well, did you watch Feud with Ryan Murphy? Like, Bet, Bet and Jones? I did watch Feud. I did watch Feud. I thought that was great, too. Yeah, it was cool. I preferred Hollywood, though. Me, too. It was, like, just so well done. It was and I so... Love a, I'm a sucker for a happy ending. I'm, like, a, I'm a love addict. I, a romance love addict. Have you... When was your last, like, really long-term relationship before this current boyfriend? I mean, I, my really long-term... I find long term. Like my really long term relationship was kind of five years ago, and that only lasted for like almost not even two years. I just That's... I really at this 
now I just can't get past like a one year. I can't go past one year. I don't know why. It's hard, right? It's, you know, I don't know. I just see, because I'm such my own person now that I won't I know anything. You know, you either are on here and we're going to have fun or no, I don't want drama at all. Well, that's what I say. I'm like, you know, dating should be fun. Like, totally. Why I'm are we fun now? That's good. But I think maybe that's because of COVID too. Like we're forced to be together, kind of. Not forced to, but you know. But I think COVID is like, it's a good equalizer in a lot of ways in the sense that like, I think it'll break down and make you realize either I like this person I'm with and this is fun and, or maybe it could be something or it's like, I mean, there's a lot of, there's articles now that there's a lot of like divorces that are in the planning stages of like, you're trapped. Yeah, in, you're, you're like, either getting hell? divorced or you're getting closer together. Totally. Luckily, luckily with this boy, I'm getting closer together. My, my best friend, Brett, says I'm in a KGB stranglehold, <laughs> which is kind of funny. He's very funny, my friend. There's nothing wrong with that, right? I don't think so. I'm fine with it. But so you, you like, you like love Pose. I mean, that's done a lot probably. I mean, just the way it's, you know, and the whole model story, like that yeah, must have brought totally. home yeah. to Yeah, I mean, I had that, I went back in the day in South Africa, I entered Miss South Africa, but you know, the real Miss South Africa, not the, the drag Miss South Africa. And I made it quite far. And then I remember before they were picking the top 12 or something like that um, in the preliminary rounds, I was pulled off into a room by the by one of the producers. I thought, oh, this is great. I made it to the top 12 and they sat me down and they said, we, somebody told us that you were trans and you can't compete on this uh, pageant. I'm like, fuck. You know, so that's, so that's kind of similar to what happened in, in Pose, but I guess she did it with a modeling agency. Mine was in a beauty pageant, but. So you think they pretty much get it right? Like there's nothing so glaring where you're like, no, that's so off or proposes I mean, I the... don't think that they lived quite as glamorously as, as the girls imposed did. But, you know, that, I, I think they've taken artistic license there. Right. You know, those girls didn't live like that with the ones that were living, you know, on the pier and stuff like that. They, they didn't have fabulous apartments and great wardrobes. Right, and like even the apartments that aren't nice, they're still huge. Yeah. They're I mean, still big. I'd love one of those apartments now, wouldn't you? Seriously. Oh, huge. Seriously. But it's, it's literally a great, it's literally one of my favorite shows. Like, yeah, I mean, totally. I, I think it should be back on the air. Well, Ryan, I Ryan. Think, I think Janet just tweeted that it starts on June 11th, the second season. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, That's, the great. I think I saw it today, this morning on Twitter. Oh, wow. That makes sense. I mean, the great thing is, I mean, that's the thing. Like, Hollywood has so much in reserve that everyone's like freaking out about what are we going to do? I'm like, there are so many shows, you know, even shows that may not have been green lit that are sitting on a shelf that are now going to get. That light. are now going to move forward because they can't film anything. Right. right. Like, I'm like, everyone's worried. And I'm like, we have nothing to worry about, people. Like, we could, we could have no. new shows. As long as it's not a Zoom meeting, I'm fine. Exactly. But speaking of Zoom meetings, when you do a Zoom meeting, do you look at yourself on the Zoom or do you look at the other person? Both, but I look at myself too much. What about you? <laughs> I think everybody looks at <laughs> I mean, I'm not impressed with how I look. Don't get me wrong. I don't know if it's because it's so close I, up, but I just think I'm looking like 
a beached whale in a lot of these Zoom meetings. Like just, well, I mean, you, I, I can't even see. I, you, I can only see you from this. Well, just even my face, it's all just like, oh, I'm like, stop, put down the I pizza, man. Oh, I just need to use my legs. I need to use my legs at some point. Um, but I, I think I look at myself. Well, you have this pretty background there. Yeah, you can do that too. I have to try it again. It like didn't it didn't quite work for me. You know me. when you sign on, this it says test audio. Yeah. You sign on, there's a little uh menu to the left of that and it says background. And you can choose background and then you just buy the background, I think. Um and, well Or maybe working. sign in on somebody else's computer, buy the background there and then Maybe that might do it. For some reason, it didn't work. Going back to Real Housewives of Miami, what about, like, who I'm just thinking of who we haven't talked about, what about uh, Miss Joanna Krupa? I mean, I know she's in L.A. these days. You know, I, I was never, actually, Joanna was the one person on the show that I was never really close to at all. And not for any other reason, other than we didn't, like, move in the same circles. And she didn't really go out that much. I mean, the only time I'd ever really see her was when I was at Mint with friends, her husband's uh, nightclub here. And but what I about- I really hang out with Joanna that much. Did you know- I always find her actually kind of boring on the show. Really? Yeah, I mean, she, there was no real drama. I mean, and to disclose on public television that you have a horrible sex life, God, I would never do that. That I wouldn't do either. And then the whole Brandy thing. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of drama between her and that was that was a little shocking. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, Brandy gets out there. Brand Brandy gets out. Loved, there. Brandy loves a little drama. Well, a lot of drama. Well, there was this new thing that happened today where Kyle Richards was like, "Look, love her or hate her, and I haven't always agreed with Brandy." She's like, "Brandy is not a liar." That's that's what Kyle came out and said today. Oh, really? So in support of her Denise Richards Brandy story? Yeah, she's basically saying like, this must have happened because say what you want about Brandy, but I've never known Brandy Glanville to be a liar. And that's probably why Denise is so upset. I would think so. Yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, Denise is, Denise is, Denise is not happy. I mean, I just, and she's also, Denise is saying, I haven't quit. The only people saying I've quit are the people that are on the show. But I can't see her coming back on. Really? I, I don't know. A, I don't know. I think she brings a, a good thing to the... I, Garcelle, I'm, I, I, Garcelle hasn't won me over yet. Really? No, really. I mean, I like Sutton a lot. I think Sutton's great. What about... Um, you do like Sutton? Mm-hmm. I like Sutton. I think she's... Brings a nice little twist. She's not like all of the others. A lot of them are similar characters, really. Well, we sat down with Sutton here behind the velvet rope. The thing I thought about Sutton based on my chatting with her like this is, I do think, like people are saying, oh, she's a snob, she's a snob. I thought she was very authentic. Like if you have a ton of money and live in a certain world, that's not being a snob. That's just, she's her authentic self, which I think is off-putting just because she's, out of touch, and I don't mean that in a bad way, with some things. You yeah, know, no, I, I first came across Sutton, uh, my friend Cameron Silver, 
who has decades to store in LA. Exactly. A lot of vintage clothes. And like, I, I would always see Sutton in, on Instagram posts and social media with Cameron, like the Dolce show in Milan and stuff like that. I, I always thought she had great style. And that's when I first saw her. But then when she came on the show, I just thought she brought that little extra, you know, fun stuff. She kind of did. And in the whole Brandy, Joanna thing, did you have a opinion on that? I Where, thought that, I thought that probably, I think it's probably, I, I think there's, there's a lot of truth in it because how would you just make that story up? It's so random. Right, it's random to involve, yeah. to involve and Muhammad. Muhammad probably did tell Brandy that, you know, who knows? Who, who knows? What about- knows. I, don't, I definitely don't want Joanna coming after me. No, n- nor do I want her coming after me, you know? I mean, listen, it's all resolved. They have a settlement. Right. We could right. all move on. What about like Karen or Alexia? I love Alexia. I love Alexia. I also, I didn't really have that much involvement with Karen. Karen was kind of a little pop stirrer I found in the show. But uh, I love Alexia. Alexia is so cool. Me too. Very cool lady. Yeah, very cool lady. And she's happy now. God, she's got this new hot boyfriend. She's he really, is hot. Well, she's beautiful. She is. is gorgeous. We wanted to sit down with her like this. This is before COVID even started, like three or four weeks before. Alexia was so nice. She was like, I don't want to do a Skype call. I want to come to New York. We're going to do this in person. I'm like, okay. I mean, I think she wanted okay. an excuse with her boyfriend to come to New York. Come to New York. And she was going to come. Well, she was going to come on our show. She was going to fly to New York. I'm like, listen, we'll go out. We'll have drinks. We'll have a lot of fun. You know, I mean, you're coming to New York for other reasons, but let you, of course you're going to do my show. And then this whole thing started. And she was like, look, if you really want me to do it, I'll do it. But if you have a lot of stuff going on, let's just wait till this is over. So I'm, I'm still like putting her on the B list of like, let's just wait. Right. Till come. Right. Wait I mean, listen, we have a lot of people. That is the one thing everybody wants to talk now that we're locked inside. Like we're, <laughs> of course, because we're locked in a room. Right. So I'm like, if someone wants to wait to sit down in person, not that she couldn't come on twice, but I'm like, well, wait, it's not like, you know, it's not like that. But Alexia was, she's wonderful. Like I, I, she's I so really. so cool. Such a cool lady. And you know, I don't know. I think once you go through something like, you know, like with what happened to her son, and I think just like you have a different appreciation oh, yeah. for life. Yeah, yeah. She's very kind, very kind lady. She seems very kind. Very kind, yeah. And like we were talking last night, Art Basel. I mean, I'm not so sure about this. God, don't get me depressed. Well, they I just know. canceled the Hollywood Bowl. The whole season this year, for the first time in 98 years, that has been canceled. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, so Art Basel? Yeah. Well, I'm coming to Art Basel if it happens. I mean, it might be to Miami before that. But it's I- so much fun. Oh my God, I love it. It's and really Soho. Soho is the best place to be during Art Basel. They have the best parties ever. And it's I miss really Soho so much. Oh my god. I miss it so much. And Art Basel is housewives. Like all my New York girls are down there. They're all here. We're all in one area and we see each other almost every night. Because we all go to the same party. It's kind of the place to be. Totally. Like one huge circuit party for straight fabulous people. Oh, I love it. Listen, I don't mind hanging with the straights. I don't mind hanging no. with the straights. It's like Coachella for fabulous people. I was just gonna say it's like an upscale Coachella. That's yeah, like how I sure. describe it. That's yeah. kind of 
I like it. Is More there than is. Exactly. Is there anything else you want to leave us with, like any plans after COVID besides going to Soho House for when we actually get out of all of this? We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. You're um, going to go to Soho House the first day. I know it. The minute it opens, I'll be there. I, I'll take the day off work if it's a weekday. Um, no, my plan, I don't know. I want to go away. I want to go to the, like an island with some with, with someone. Maybe maybe the Russian lad, who knows. But just get away and just, you know, just be able to be free and just do anything and not wear a bloody mask. Anything but a mask. Don't worry That's... about anything. I know. So, yeah, I just want to go back to, you know, my old life living i get it carefree bikini on the beach sand on my feet a drink in my hand you know you love you, you're we love the hot boys um you're a lover of life and that's what i love i'm totally a lover of life i live today like it was my absolute last day on earth every day me too that's why i mean no. i i've said this through a lot of my sit downs during covid like i will not come out of this with a better appreciation of life because I already appreciated life. Like I truly woke up very happy every day. Like I never took a day, really, I I didn't. I truly woke up and I'm like, I don't have any problems. My biggest problem today is what time to have my freaking martini. Like I don't got a problem here. Life is like a fairy tale. So I'm not one of those people who's like, oh my God, now I appreciate what we had. I appreciated it when we had it. (laughs) <laughs> I, you know, I just, we were just saying this last night that I hope that after this is all over, that everybody, everybody remains kind because everybody's so kind and lovely now. Totally. Like, I hope they remember this and, and don't revert to their old selves, you know? I hope so. Although I have to say, I mean, and this is not necessarily directed towards me, but there are still the trolls online, like the, the Instagram, like there's still a lot of negativity. Yeah. I mean, there are going to be a lot of people I'm going to have to re-ghost after this. Seriously. But I do agree (laughs) with you. People are nicer now and are taking more time. And people are treating each... What I've noticed, everyone's treating everyone more like an equal. More like we're all equal. Not like, well, I was on this show and you're on this show. And everyone seems to be like treating... Everybody loves everybody else now. Yeah, so I do agree with you. I hope that once we get back into it, we're going to remember all of this. Let's hope. Because, I mean, listen, this happened and now everyone is in the same situation and wants to get the hell out of their house. It Everybody. doesn't matter what TV show you're on or how much money you have. You could be poor or rich right. or whatever. Right. Everyone is in the same situation. So I, I really agree with you. I really hope that this does something to yeah, people. Yeah, for sure. Everybody should be kind. I think so. Is there anything else you want to leave us with before we sign off? No. I'm, I, what else? I'll just keep you updated on my KGB stranglehold. How about that? You need to, listen, 
I'm single, so now I'm going to have to live vicariously through Oh, you. do you want me to fix you up with somebody? Yes. I have lots of gorgeous friends in, the, in New York. And they don't even have to be in New York at this point. I'm like, I, I mean, you I'm not. a Zoom meeting. Well, no, you know what it is? Like, I travel for work for this podcast all the time. Oh, do you? So, yeah. Like, I'll get up and I'll oh, pick up. Oh, that's cool. And, yeah. I mean, like, listen, will I ever say that any place in the world is my home other than New York? No. Like, I'm such a New Yorker. But I've traveled, like, all throughout the world. Yeah. And when this is over, I plan to like, I plan like Anna's like, you're coming to Miami. I'm like, you're in like my first 30 days. I'm going to be in Miami. For sure. I think a lot of people, a lot of New Yorkers are going to come to Miami now. A I lot, think of, a lot are... of New Yorkers might buy homes in Miami now. I think so. Yeah. Well, there's, so. there's a lot of people that think like people are going to start fleeing New York and just living. Could you fly here now? Can you, could you leave New York now and fly to Miami? I, yes, you could. Because you could. I have friends. I have a friend that left New York like a month and a half ago to go to his parents' house in like Mexico City and just flew back. And I have a friend who works for the airline. So like flights are still happening. No, I don't think they're packed. And I don't, you know, I think there's a lot of things surrounding them, but people are still flying when they have to get somewhere. I love Mexico City. Oh my God, I love Mexico City. It's I was just it- there with my friend Bradford Schellhammer. We went on a little uh together um and it was so much fun i used to live there like in the 80s oh really it's and a- i love it yeah that's why i did my my vogue uh work was in uh, mexico city i just love mexico the vibe the food the people the fashion it's so amazing it's like a great city and it's like two or three hours from miami it's not bad at Very all cool. Now, where can we find you online at instagram and your website uh the lauren foster is Twitter. Instagram is Electronic Blonde. Um, brilliant. Yeah, Facebook. I have, I, I have my fan page is Just Another Girl on Facebook. And that's your website too, Just Another and Girl. And that's my website, justanothergirl.org. Yeah. Everyone needs to check you out. We are so happy to have you. When, when I do come to Miami, we're hanging. Honey, I, when you come to Miami, Anna and I have got you. Trust me. I just, you will never see Miami like we will show you Miami. I kind of believe that. I kind of believe that. That's all I need. You better believe it. We will have a great time. Like, we will just have a great time. We'll get into it. And you'll have an amazing time. And Thank yes. you so much, David. I love this. And yes, feel free to fix me up with all these boys in New York. That in New York, I totally will. How old are you? No, you don't have to answer that. You know what? Why don't you tell I me wouldn't. how? Why, why don't you tell me how old you are, and I'll be There's more than absolutely ha- no way. I'll just Thank <laughs> you. Well, there you go. That's my answer. But that's also. probably because I'm a couple decades older than you, probably. But I do not discriminate based on age. I you have dated. Either. I've dated really young, and I've dated old. Like I don't. I, I really don't care. I find positives and negatives to both types of situations. My last four relationships. They've all been about three decades younger than me. Yeah, I get it. Why not? I get it. I mean, uh, uh, you're preaching to the choir. <laughs> I, I feel like it just, it doesn't, yeah. It's we'll talk over text. I got a lot yes, to say yes. about that. <laughs> Before but, we go too crazy here. Seriously. but podcast. I'm sure this is PG. Uh, you could say whatever you want here. Everyone likes it. But everyone needs to follow Lauren Foster and catch up on those old episodes of Real Housewives of Miami. She's there, guys. So 
Thank you so much. And text Thank me. Thank you, babe. I will. I'll text you. I'll text you soon after this. Okay. I love All you right. much. Love you, darling. Bye. All right. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're behind the Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.